January 20th, 2017, inauguration day for President Donald Trump, and we saw rioting in Washington, D.C. To those of us that were covering it, it was kind of a shock. Usually protests in D.C. are kind of tepid. People just walk around and they yell things because it's D.C. There's protests all the time. But this day was different. People were really angry that Donald Trump won and he was becoming the president. So it ultimately led to riots. Windows were smashed. Fires were started. A limousine was set ablaze. Trash was burned in the streets. Ultimately, there was a mass arrest. Several hundred people were arrested by the police. Those charges were ultimately dismissed. With the confirmation vote of Brett Kavanaugh happening as early as tomorrow, I believe we're facing another potential riot. And it's not just my opinion. For one, we are seeing protests down in D.C. right now. But we're also seeing high-profile individuals calling for militant action, and people are actually saying it's time to riot. So in my opinion, it's likely we'll see more. I don't believe that the confirmation process about Brett Kavanaugh is actually about Brett Kavanaugh. I think this is a reflection of Donald Trump. The midterms, they're going to be the same thing. Everyone is focused on who Trump is and what he's doing, and everything is being divided between tribal lines. The Democrats overwhelmingly believe Ford. The Republicans overwhelmingly believe Brett Kavanaugh. But does anyone actually care about what's really going on? Are they talking about Kavanaugh's record as a judge? No, they're talking about allegations from high school. In my opinion, this is just about someone wanting to get their side to win. And that's why I think we're seeing protests. And that's why I think we're going to see protests in the midterms. And it's why I think things can get particularly dangerous in Washington, D.C. tomorrow. So first, let's start with the latest news from this morning. What happened with the vote on Brett Kavanaugh? Now, before we get started, please head over to patreon.com forward slash TimCast to become a patron and help support my work. Patrons are the backbone of the content I create. If you like these videos and you like the videos I make on my second channel, please consider becoming a patron at whatever level you feel comfortable today. From Reuters, Kavanaugh's Supreme Court nomination heads for final Senate vote. President Donald Trump's nominee, Brett Kavanaugh, took a step on Friday toward joining the Supreme Court when the U.S. Senate approved him in a preliminary vote despite accusations of sexual misconduct against the judge. After a bitter partisan fight that gripped the country, lawmakers backed Kavanaugh by 51 to 49 in a procedural vote that moved the Republican-controlled Senate toward a definitive decision on whether to confirm him. The full confirmation vote could take place as early as Saturday. Given the result of Friday's vote, federal appeals court judge Kavanaugh looked on track to get the lifetime job on the Supreme Court. But a change of heart by some lawmakers in the final vote would mean his confirmation could still be derailed. Confirmation would hand Trump a clear victory and tip the balance on the court to a 5-4 to four majority in favor of conservatives in possible legal battles ahead over contentious issues such as abortion rights, immigration, and Trump's attempt to ban transgender people from the U.S. military. Reuters says his nomination became a flashpoint in the Me Too movement against sexual harassment and assault. Trump mocked Ford on Tuesday during a political rally in Mississippi, further angering Democrats and women campaigning for an end to sexual violence. Trump himself, accused by numerous women during the 2016 presidential election of sexual misconduct, wrote on Twitter on Thursday that an FBI report showed that the allegations against Kavanaugh were totally uncorroborated. The FBI sent Congress documents detailing additional interviews about Kavanaugh that the agency conducted at the request of some Republican and Democratic senators. While the documents have not been made public, Republicans said they did not back up sexual assault allegations by Ford, a psychology professor at Palo Alto University in California. Similarly, Republicans said the FBI found nobody to support assault claims by Deborah Ramirez, who was a classmate of Kavanaugh's at Yale University in the 1980s. Democrats called the FBI report a whitewash and said the White House placed constraints on the FBI, which did not speak to many potential witnesses. And so this is why I think the whole thing is political. The Democrats wanted an FBI investigation. In several instances, Democrats said a week would be fine. But the FBI is an executive branch. 
Donald Trump has control, for the most part, over what the FBI does. So why would they think the FBI is going to give them what they want? In my opinion, it's a delay tactic. I really don't think that they expected to find anything because, again, the FBI doesn't come to conclusions. This wasn't a federal crime. Brett Kavanaugh's been investigated by the FBI before, and they already had witness statements. And this means, in my opinion, that protests were a guarantee. From USA Today, we're just really trying to keep up a presence here. Kavanaugh protesters persist despite uphill battle. Protesters against Brett Kavanaugh's nomination to the Supreme Court persisted Friday in keeping up public pressure to denounce the embattled judge a day after arrests that include comedian Amy Schumer and model Emily Ratajkowski. Bitterly divided senators on Friday morning voted 51 to 49 to advance Kavanaugh's nomination, setting up a final vote as soon as this weekend. Attention remained tightly focused on a small number of senators considered key. Republicans Jeff Flake of Arizona, Susan Collins of Maine, and Lisa Murkowski of Alaska, and Democrat Joe Manchin of West Virginia. Murkowski on Friday morning was the only one of those four to vote against the procedural move setting up the final vote. Friday morning, outside the Capitol, a group of protesters unfurled an enormous banner reading Stop Kavanaugh. President Donald Trump said the protesters were being paid to be there, citing as evidence signs that looked too professional. I think we've regressed, said Michelle Garvin, 62, of Crescent City, California. And when I watch that, it's like, maybe I'm going to come here and nothing will change. But they've got to know that people still care. A few dozen protesters on Friday had also gathered in the Hart Senate office building, where more than 300 protesters were arrested Thursday. Police patrolled the atrium armed with plastic handcuffs they typically use in mass arrests. But they also add, not all protesters in the Capitol were demonstrating against Kavanaugh. However, one group of women in the Dirksen Senate office building wore matching Women for Kavanaugh shirts to show their support. This process has been weaponized, said Elizabeth Schultz of Fairfax, Virginia. Somebody can come out of the blue and destroy a man, his wife, his daughters. Where is the care for those girls for his wife? In a tweet, the president said George Soros and others were funding the protests. But what's happening with riots? Well, Michael Moore, for one, tweeted out a call for militancy, essentially. He said the courageous, militant, ferocious protesters in D.C. whom Kavanaugh has sparked are our only chance now. Not the friggin' FBI. They were never going to rescue us. Positive change in America comes from the people who are on the FBI watch list, not from those on the effing FBI payroll. That's a rather extreme statement because while, yes, there are probably some famous activists and great thinkers who are on the FBI watch list, no, probably most of them are just general criminals and bad people. And Michael Moore is making a rather extremist statement. Militant, ferocious protesters. Well, hold on. Protesting is a good thing. Protesting is American. The people who went down to the Senate building, who sat down, linked arms, and got arrested, that is America. That is civil disobedience. That's a good thing. Telling the politicians what you think and demanding change, I agree with. But militancy, what we saw in J20 with flaming cars and smashed windows, that does nothing. It doesn't help your cause, it doesn't advance what you want, and it terrifies the average person. All that says to me is that with people calling for riots, we're likely going to see the Republic, Republicans getting a huge advantage when it comes to the midterms because the average person doesn't want to see violence. One woman tweeted, okay, so what do we do when Kavanaugh gets confirmed? Do we riot? Another random Twitter user, if Kavanaugh is confirmed, we riot. And look, I don't like using random tweets to make claims, but seriously, if you search on Twitter for Kavanaugh and Riot, you will see a lot of people talking about either the potential for Riot or a straight up call to Riot. Emily Best said, what are we doing when Kavanaugh gets confirmed? Riots or dot 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 question mark? I'm not saying the tweets that call for rioting are indicative of the larger community, but we're already seeing tons of people show up in DC to protest Brett Kavanaugh. 
We saw something happen on January 20th, 2017 that was extremely violent and resulted in mass arrests. If you were to ask me, I think things will light up the moment Brett Kavanaugh is confirmed. Now, I don't know if he's going to be confirmed or not, but I think it's a very safe bet that there will be riots. This isn't about Brett Kavanaugh. It's not about the midterms. It's not even really about politics. It's about tribalism. Donald Trump won and he wasn't supposed to, and people are furious about it. This has activated a ton of people along tribal lines, and now people are going to protest whatever it is that Trump does. And, as, and among many of these people, they have claimed they will do it by any means necessary. And when you have people saying these things, it calls into question whether or not people are really being honest. We know they want to disrupt Trump every step of the way. We saw James O'Keefe and Project Veritas put out videos showing there are low-level federal employees who are actually trying to gum up the federal system because they're resisting Trump. What do we think is going to happen in D.C., in New York, in Philly, in Los Angeles, in Oakland? Protests, very likely. I believe it's going to be a 100% chance of protests in general. But then a lot of these in big cities will result in actual riots. We're probably going to see fire. We're probably going to see windows smashed. And we're going to see people get mass arrested again. Most of this is just my opinion. Who knows if there will be any rioting? I think there will be. But we also don't know if Brett Kavanaugh is actually going to be confirmed. So we'll see what happens. At the time of shooting this video, there's still a bunch more news to come out. And by the time you watch this video, you'll probably know more about the confirmation process than I did when I filmed this. So take everything I say with a grain of salt. But keep in mind, the protesters are already in D.C. We saw rioting on January 20th. Do I think it could happen again? I absolutely do. There are a lot of people down there. And when you have a ton of people, it's really easy for the bad apples to use the opportunity to hide in the crowd and start extreme violence. And the more people there are, the harder it is for police to control. So let me know what you think in the comments below. We'll keep the conversation going. How do you think the protests are going to handle the news? Do you think it's going to turn extremely violent? Do you think it won't? Do you think Brett Kavanaugh is going to be confirmed? Even people I see on the left on Twitter are saying they think it's going to happen. So again, comment. We'll keep the conversation going. You can follow me on Twitter at TimCast. Stay tuned. New videos every day at 4 p.m. More videos coming up on my second channel, youtube.com slash TimCastNews at 6 p.m. Thanks for hanging out, and I'll see you all next time.